0: Newsbreak, podcast.
1: So it's a process to identify those people in the correctional facilities that are willing to speak to us by a range of, of, of interviews with these incarcerated offenders to try and determine the profile of the person who's involved in this type of crime, what might then turn towards crime, but more importantly, might then turn to violent crime. What are their boundaries? Are they willing to murder, for example?
0: Your research also mentions that robbers monitor homes. They share information with uh, former employees, maybe even domestics. In the year 2020, though, are these methods still being used?
1: Yes, they are still being used. I'm now busy for the last about 18 months interviewing incarcerated offenders again in the correctional facilities. What is interesting to understand is that the same people would commit hijacking, house robbery, business robbery, farm attacks. So while I'm busy interviewing these specific individuals, they also tell me about their involvement in the house robbery. So the notice of brand is still the same. There are slight changes with the new technology. How do they get past technology, security alarms and so on? But But in general, it's the same thing still. We found about 77% of these cases, it's based on inside information. How many people, how many of them are able to defend themselves? They want to know what security system is in place. But more importantly, where are the valuables kept? Because they want to get in and out of the house as soon as possible. They don't want to have to search.
0: Now, you also found that robbers are not too deterred by alarms and armed reaction services. So from your interactions, is there anything? That they are deterred by.
1: The reason why the alarm system is not that effective in deterring them is because they time the house robbery to take place at the time when this alarm system will most likely be switched off. And in the morning when people get up, prepare to go to work, but more so from 4 o'clock until about 11 o'clock at night, when people are moving around inside the house, they're in food, watching television, then they know the systems are switched off. Funny enough is that the biggest deterrent for them is a number of small dogs being kept inside the house. They say these dogs would typically then hear them if they snoop around the house to see how they can get into the premises, start barking and that would be a deterrent for them. So they consider those the small dogs to be the most valuable of all the layers.
0: But what about something like mentality? Just having the wherewithal to be aware of one's surroundings. How much of a help can this be?
1: This is a very important aspect. That I found in the hijackings also. First of all, the offenders say, try and... and Get involved in your local community service, policing service and so on. Participate because 63% of the deterrence value is if there's visible policing in your neighbourhood. Then they will stay away from your neighbourhood, go to another one. So participate, attitude. The second thing is what the hijackers told us, if they see somebody's parked at a traffic light or stop street, not vigilant, not looking around, that would be the easy target for them.
0: News break. Lotus FM.